What's up, Waves? Today's episode is brought to you by State Bags. State Bags makes beautiful, well-made, cool products. For every State Bag purchase, State Bags hand delivers a backpack packed with essentials for American children in need. State Bags is offering our listeners 15% off using the code POD at statebags.com. That is P-O-D, POD, for 15% off your next purchase at State Bags. State Bags, they've got your back. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Weavecast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be looking to the latest and the greatest of all things of anime and manga on the show once again. But I'm super excited because, and, and here's the thing, guys, Weavecast out there. Um, I didn't think I would have a pair of guests once again on the show. I was super scared when I did it with the boys from Severe Music a few weeks ago. And now I guess I just wanted to jump into the ocean again and get two more guests on at the same episode, just heightening my anxiety levels just to another notch. But I, guys, this episode is going to be awesome because I can already tell I'm going to have so much fun with these people and I'll, I'll let them introduce themselves in a minute. But this is Weavecast and I'm your host, Chris, a.k.a. C-Dub, a.k.a. Marie, a.k.a. The Independent Variable, a.k.a. Mr. Still going on with the November challenge. And no, not that November challenge, but my water only challenge try to do this the last two months of every year where i just drink strictly water weaves and then so far it's going pretty well i'm staring at my cup of water right now and um god it's so hard not drinking soda but I- i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get there we're about we're not even a whole we're only 10 days into november i'm already going through some withdrawals but enough about me and we're gonna let's go into some more anime because today i have courtney and carl on the show, would you guys like to introduce yourselves and tell yourselves about yourselves? Yeah, thanks for having us. We're really excited to be here. Um, as you mentioned, my name's Courtney. And I am Carl. And uh, yeah, we, we have a podcast network called The Strictly Series, which um, is comprised of two podcasts as of now, um, Strictly Anime and Strictly JoJo. Love me some JoJo. Ooh, <laughs> that's it. That was the the big when I saw that. I was like, okay, obviously I'm I'm a I love anime and like all that stuff, but so JoJo, and not to sound like a normie because it, it's gotten to that point. Is that okay to say? Like, is it a normal thing for anime people to like JoJo now? It's gotten to that to that level, right? I think I'm not so. Mistaken. I yeah. mean, it's it's hard to avoid it um, in the anime community, and mm. it's hard to avoid the memes, the infinite number of memes that come out of that <sighs> amazing show. God dang! Yeah, it's like the memes force you to to watch this show just so you know what's going on. But yeah, when I first saw them, I was like, "What is this? I don't know if I will ever be interested in this." And then I just got hooked. It's it's weird. And I and the little, I don't want to stray too off because I love JoJo. I'm sure everyone's listening loves JoJo as well. But how hyped are you guys for the next installment? Which I think I guess is sometime. I mean, because it was pushed back from, I think we were supposed to get it sometime this year, but for Stone Ocean, I guess we're getting it next year, somewhere up in the air. Um, but how hyped are you guys with some Stone Ocean? I am so <laughs> hyped. I think, so I, I've been looking into this because I think this is, um, it, it's like not super clear what it's going to be, but I think this JoJo event that they announced for next year is like, they're bringing all of the voice actors that played each of like the Joestar lineage characters 
And then that's all they said. Like, that's all they told us. And so many people are like, fingers crossed, please let them end the thing with announcing part six. Like, we need part six. It's been so long since part so five came bad. out. Yeah. Yes. God. Damn. And the thing is, I've been rewatching Golden Wind. I feel like every other, you know, two weeks or something at this point. Um, it's not it's not going to get old, but, you know, it's sometime next year I may be running into some like, some other withdrawals. Like, please, can I? I don't want Jolene. Jolene, oh, yeah. I want Jolene so bad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's why, so Strictly JoJo, we've just started to record it and we're, we're premiering it at the end of this month. And we figured this would be the perfect time for it because, I mean, the podcast dedicated to jojo's bizarre adventure and we're going to review every single episode and there's a lot of them so we're hoping by the time we really kind of get into some of the later parts fingers crossed part six will come out we can talk about that live as it's happening um that that's our dream like if we could talk about part six live every week as it's premiering that would be that would be amazing i've always wanted to do something of that nature with just on one show and just go through it week by week um, after watching it with some people, you know, through rave or wherever, however the case may be, I'm not sure how to work that out. And just kind of talk about it uh, week by week. And just to let you know, you already have one person going to be ready to listen to that. You know, just <laughs> name any names, but um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. But on for this topic, which I'm sure we could do a whole topic on JoJo, obviously, but um, Weebs today, 2021 is approaching. As much as it doesn't really feel like it, these last two months are going to probably going to be another dredge through mud like the last like most of what 2020 has been so far but um like 2020 it's been full of surprises pushing back a lot of series from the spring to the uh summer and from summer to fall and some summer and some fall ones to be uh for next year and 2021 is shaping up to be quite a blockbuster for for all things anime and, th- and films TV series, OVAs, and all that nature. And I want to go through some of the ones uh, that excite me the most. And I'm really interested in hearing some of the th- and some of the shows that you guys are really, really hyped for uh, next year. Um, and we only have a, a, a decently sized slate so far. Maybe um, maybe to 25 to 30 thing t- uh, some titles of anime films, OVAs, and TV series, all that much. And I got a few in front of me, but do you want to go? You want to have the honest and go first? Is that okay? I, I want you. I think you guys deserve that. Deserve yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna hand off to Carl to talk about one of his first. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um. So for me, I think I'm more of like a casual when it comes to anime compared to Courtney. So I think I feel like most of the anime that I'm looking forward to in 2021 are just like your typical. I want to say mainstream anime. <laughs> um, <laughs> But one for sure, and I don't know if this this counts as a 2021 anime, but yeah. I know there's probably there's like a lot of hype around is the final season of Attack on Titan. Yes, I, I knew it was coming up, and you know it's. I'm glad you brought it up to start off. Thank God. Because yeah, like besides, like I know, like it's the conclusion to the story, and I, I don't even know if the finished or if it's still ongoing. Um, yeah, not quite. I, I I just saw today that Isayama has. I think he said he had about one percent, one to two percent left of the story oh, left. Wow. So I, I don't know what that means chapter wise, but, or how many months left we have of the, of the mm-hmm. manga. But that's what he said. Recently. Yeah, well, I just hope it doesn't 
fall into like Game of Thrones territory where like the show just makes up a random conclusion. Um. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I hope I like the manga that. ends just before the anime ends, so like the whole Attack on Titan community like at one time just like knows how the story finishes. And I think that would be really really cool. That's how it really should. That's how it should play out. And I don't has that ever happened before to be honest like i can't think of another series that's ever mapped out its ending like that yeah, to be that's, honest, if it goes not down that like i'm that. aware of it's always like the mm. manga i mean they get the ending understandably so but they get the ending like light years ahead of, of the anime community and then we have to try and avoid all of their spoilers all over everything <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i i, I tout this a lot on on, on my social media especially on twitter i'm a big manga head uh, it's it's just palatable to me i can focus a little bit more when I'm reading um I mean it really takes a lot of energy for me to sit down and watch anime but I, I've been trying I've been I've been trying to get better but I wanted to get sh- especially Car what you think about because I know there was when this anime was finally announced um I knew there was some hoopla about um them changing animation studios from uh well as I'm already going blank on who did it the first three, first uh, few seasons, but I know it changed to Mappa. Yeah, I think it was um and um, yeah, Wit Studio was it was first. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. And um, and I and I think I talked about it on an episode when it when that news came out, and I thought this was a big. I thought this was should be the move for series. I thought it was an actually. I think other series should take note of this because not only is Mappa has a. a really good track record especially recently with god of high school um you know you know we don't have to talk about the plot or but the animation scenes and the, the fighting scenes in god of high school was incredible um i know there's another anime there's a few other animes but there was another really big one that mop is doing this season and i i feel like this is a win for um attack on titan having mop on on board for and doing and producing this show for this final season yeah, I think people, so me included to, to a certain degree, I think people get nervous. Like when you make a big change like that, what level mm-hmm. of continuity can you expect for, for the anime? Like, are we going to suddenly see a huge shift in the way the story is presented? Or, I mean, it's one thing for the visuals to be a bit different. Because, um, you yeah. know, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, that doesn't really change much for the show. But, you know, are we actually going to see like major changes to the way the story unfolds? And, and will they be able to present the story in as good of a way as like the previous studio because it makes me think back to i don't know if you ever watched um what a guy do which is a my teen romantic comedy snafu yeah exactly so they changed yeah, yeah. studios from season one to two and that was like a major visual change i mean the second studio it, really it looked gorgeous when they took it on but really the story <laughs> was presented in kind of the same way but with this last season i won't spoil anything but with this last season um which people have been waiting seven eight years for this this newest studio kind of took it in a direction that like really frustrated a lot of the um the anime only fans and to a certain extent a lot of the manga fans too um so i think that's like the concern people have when when we have a big change like that but i i trust them like i think they're gonna do a great job with attack on titan i was gonna say i i don't see any fault in the chain and that and juju's juju Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm sorry if I can speak right. That's the one I was trying to think yeah. of the current anime that uh, people are jumping up about. Which, uh, real quick question: Are you guys are you guys watching that or? So we will start watching it because we're gonna plan to talk about it um, probably at the end of December. But I get really impatient and I like to binge watch instead of watch weekly because I'm like I have to know <laughs> what happens next. So we're gonna start it probably in the next couple of weeks. Oh, thank God! All right then, awesome. Because I was it's just to say real quick. I, 
I, I think that it's going to be that in Chainsaw Man, more so Chainsaw Man. I think, oh, I, I think are the two best things in Weekly Shonen Jump right now. I think it's the strongest two titles in Weekly Shonen Jump right now. Uh, and I'm just so happy that Mop is, is taking care of this. And it, it's, it's just incredible. I, I love seeing, I, I can watch GIFs, I can watch videos, clips of that show over and over again on repeat. Um, but back on Ty- uh, Attack on Titan. Because I know that is what? That's December, right? That's coming in December and then moving into 2021, right? So that's like what? The beginning of the summer. I think it's like the first or second week. Yeah. I, I think we're getting that final season. Yeah, right? I think it's um December 7th. So just around the corner. God damn, less than a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, it, it, it's baffling. It's baffling. Oh my God. It's, it, it year moves fast, or at least it feels like it's moving fast at some point. And then it's like moving in mud mm-hmm. out at others. But. Um, I do. I, I do kind of want to share one of one of mine because just because I feel like it kind of goes into with uh, Attack on Titan, and we're kind of reaching a ending here, and and that's Gintama. I'm really excited for the movie and the subsequent anime TV series. I think we're gonna get. I, I'm not sure. I couldn't find all the details on it, other than that we're getting the Gintama final or the final movie to ad- adapt the uh, manga's final arc or at least the f- third part or second, second and third parts of the manga it's being done by Bandai Nam- uh, Bandai Nampo Pictures um, and they've done I think they've done the 2015 anime they've done the uh, Kitama Poroi Hen the Shirogani no uh, Tamashi Hen I think they're even doing uh, Tiger and Bunny the second season which side up when I, I found that out a few days ago and I was like Tiger Bunny's coming back I who I I feel like I was one of the only ones who watched that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Gintama so much. I've been re- I, I haven't I definitely I was kind of a latecomer onto Gintama. I thought it was a little overhyped. I will say, um, and before I get put up on the stake and burn, um, I, I I read it a few years ago when it finally ended. I think the manga ended last summer or something like that. I believe. Um, I will say it's probably in my top three of like comedy action kind of gag manga. I will say that. And I was wrong. It's not overhyped. It's a, it's one of the masterpieces for me in, in just comedy and um, just story setting and world burning and all that stuff. So I'm really, I, I cannot wait. I don't know what to expect because I heard that the, they will change some things in the source material to make it more unique for this movie. So I'm interested in what they're going to change. Um, are you guys big fans of Gintama? Or just maybe s- sort of casual fans of so Gintama? I have had Gintama on my watch list, I think, for like years and years and years. And I have not yet picked <laughs> it up. And you have just convinced me to pick it up. Like, I've seen some of the clips. Like, I saw the other day on Reddit a clip from Gintama where they're like flinging poo at each other. Like in a sword fight. Oh, yes. So I'm like, how no, exactly I not, if, if I love JoJo, how have I not picked up this show yet? So yeah, you just convinced <laughs> me to like finally commit and like watch Gintama because that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it's I think I honestly think it's one of my favorite one of my favorite comedy series. Um, I've said it on the show tons of times, and people are probably tired of hearing me saying it. But sports series, comedy series, same thing with swords or blades. I, I'm, I, I'm going to have a little bit more interest in and this did it all for me this hit so many different areas for me um, 
and just with the main character being dynamic uh, with the story, with these arcs, they'll have a funny one. Then the next one will be ultra serious and it just kind of hits you out of nowhere. Um, and then you have another one that will make you cry. And then they'll go back to something hilarious again. Um, it's in the Edo period. Well, uh, their own weird alien invasion type Edo period of Japan. And it's 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 balls. It's off the wall. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I honestly just cannot wait. And I hope you guys get a chance to watch it because it's it's freaking amazing. That's all I can yeah, say. I was going <laughs> to say, say um, as an aside, I recently finished Ghost of Tsushima on the PS4. So I'm kind of on this like samurai high. So <laughs> you've convinced me as well. Like this sounds right up my alley. Like this Gintama sounds like all in one package when it comes to like your comedy, your drama, all that good stuff. <laughs> That's interesting because I was just playing. I, I've been trying to, I've been having a few, some more time. So I was like, I, I hopped on the PS4. I got Neo 2. Mm. I was like, you know what? Because I knew the DLC. There were some DLCs for it. I was like, you know what? Let me play through the game. I'm about almost finished. God, that game is so good. Is Ghost of Shima pretty good too? I, I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. No, but... it's it's terrific. I think it's, um, I think in any other year, if it wasn't for Last of Us Part Two, this would be a serious game of the year contender because I just had so much fun. And it's it's, it's a, I forgot what period it is, but what it, when it takes place during the Mongol invasion of Japan, which I guess isn't touched upon a lot in games. Um, yeah, nah, but it, nah, it's nah. it's a lot of fun, and I. I haven't enjoyed a game this much for, I want to say like a year or so. <laughs> Oof, that's 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 some high praise right there. <laughs> but Courtney, Courtney, I should I want to get to your pick. Um, on one of the series that you've been really looking forward to for yeah. So I'm gonna start with like my my biggest title on this list. Well, I guess next Attack on Ooh. Titan, um, My Hero Academia season five. Like I I think that's coming out in April, yes. and I cannot wait. Like I can't believe we're we're kind of all yes. like, halfway there. I'm glad that time's flying by, but the, these last couple of months leading up to April's is gonna feel like forever. <laughs> it really will be. It, it really will. Um, my Hero Academia. I, you guys um. I mean, it was trending on Twitter, which was crazy. I, I won't get into to spoiler territory for people who are listening, but I'll just say the name Dobby. Um, I think Dobby had was trending more per tweet than the election. Oh, wow. Those people are outside. <laughs> yeah, it it was it's ridiculous. Um, it, I, I, it left me speechless when I was looking at it. At the uh, Twitter trends and then the Google trends, both on on both platforms, just Dobby was trending more than the general election, which is which is ridiculous. Um, but I, I'm glad you brought up my hero academia because, and I've talked about it on the show numerous times. Not also not always in the greatest light, only because, and, and I want to explain it. I've always been more of the conventional uh, uh, you know, Yaiba demon slayer kind of guy over my hero academia um i always thought that had more staying power i thought that had more uh, dynamic characters i thought it uh, pierced the veil of the american audience a little bit more and had the capacity to do more than my hero academia uh, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think that so Demon Slayer is phenomenal, and we were latecomers yeah. to, to that show. We watched it probably like 
three months after the the first season wrapped up and like within the first episode i was like i get it i get the hype behind this like this is phenomenal <laughs> and it is action-packed every single episode every single moment um my hero academia i mean to be fair so as a, as a side note we only watch anime like we don't we don't read manga we don't read like novels we don't read webtoons so we only really know what's going on in the anime um but when it comes to my hero like it's it is you know several seasons in compared to where demon slayer is at but it does have kind of its highs and lows like demon slayer was a high the whole yeah. time mm -hmm. and my hero can be like a high and a low in the same season like season four to me the first half was great the second half was fun but really not super exciting like the whole bunkasai arc i'm like okay i could take it or leave it really all right i'm glad you brought because i kind of felt the same same way with my hero academia especially this the last season um, I've always been a big, I've been kind of a, a supporter of, I like Endeavor, right? I, I like, I like him. And I guess that's weird to say because, you know, he's, I guess he's an <laughs> asshole, right? He's, 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 he was an abuser, both physically and emotionally for most of what we knew him. Um, and I wasn't really a big fan of, of them trying to re give them a, a, a you know, pseudo redemption art kind of thing. And, um, because it doesn't erase any of his actions just because, you know, he's, you know, what, he's the number one hero and we can just say, you know what, I guess, you know, I, we'll just have Shoto overlook all that crap and all that stuff, you know, right? No, I, um, I, I agree. I think so. But, that for me, Endeavor's arc, like he's been pretty flat up until this, these last few episodes of season four, where it's like, this is a pivotal, a pivotal moment for his character and he's starting to realize the, like the consequences of how he raised his children and how he act and behaved as a as a husband so i'm super excited with this fifth season i hope it dives into it to see more of endeavor like i'm interested i'm invested in him like i want to see how they're going to overcome this or how he's going to overcome it because that's going to be a great story to follow yeah what, what i was just going to say is like um kind of going along with that is you know now that I mean, in the world of my hero, we're living in an era post All Might. Like, what Endeavor is going to do? Like, he yep. knows that he has this new responsibility as a number one hero. Um, how he's going to act upon that? And the way I kind of look at it is like, um, Endeavor is the Batman to All Might's Superman. Because, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're great in their <laughs> yeah, own yeah. right, but like, we love each different hero for their different characteristics but yeah it, i'm excited to see how he's going to step up to the plate and fill that number one spot i'm so glad you brought that up because i love and i think i think that's probably one of the part of the reason why i'm a little hard on the the series as a general because i'm into comics marvel comics um dc comics uh dark horse comics imagine uh not imagine can't think of the other uh third party thing but Batman and the Superman dynamic that was totally them that was that's on point to be honest Carl and so let's I wanted to play just a little game with this one who would I mean if, if in Denver is he's going to be missing his Superman who what out of the pro heroes or maybe the current new generation of heroes coming out of UA will kind of feel that role as the Superman um because I've talked with friends um and we kind of speculated who's going to be the one two three um, top heroes moving forward. Um, and I just wanted to get you guys some speculation. Just a little bit of fun. If you wanted to name any heroes I thought would 
kind of fill some of the gaps that All Might and Endeavor eventually when he's, you know, not so much of an asshole, maybe just chilling at home, burning his, you know, <laughs> warming up his coffee oh, and his hand sure. on the <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on my end, I think like, I I don't think, okay, so to, to, to the dynamic of Batman and Superman, I don't think Hawks is the Superman necessarily, but I do think he is that, that counterpart no, no. to, he's really laid back. He's in it for the, like, yeah. for the money and for the fame. Like he he just is doing his thing, and that's completely different than Endeavor and his like hard ass style. I mean, his mustache is made of fire. Like that's yeah. the kind of guy that Endeavor is. Like he he takes things way too seriously. <laughs> so I think that I mean I think they're setting it up for Hawks to be one of the top. I don't know her name, but the bunny chick I think is probably going to be a contender for the top three. I, I'm, I'm interested to find out more about her. Same, same, yeah, yeah, same, same, same year, same year. Um, I, I I'm glad you brought up Hawks though as well because I I, I wanted to it should akin him to make something of like a young Peter Parker, uh, Spider Man, and they would always in comics they there were so many people who who wrote Spider Man but some of my favorite authors who used Spider Man usually would pair him up with a hero similar to Endeavor and because Spider Man worked best with a straight man like he someone who was who didn't want to take any of uh, his quips, his his goofing off, um, and I'm really talking like high school uh, Spider-Man kind of move in in between college kind of Spider-Man and all that stuff. So I, I do like that dynamic of Hawks just being a nice confidant to Endeavor, um, close enough to share secrets, work together, and all that stuff. And and I think they play off really well, to be honest. Um, but Froppy though, Carl. I think you were going like, look, look, I mean, look, I think you're going somewhere. Like, I think she's kind of like, I'm trying to think of maybe like a Spider Gwen in a way yeah. where she, she could be funny in her own way. I think she's, she's so straightforward, speaks her mind. Um, I think she, yeah. I think she could be a major player. Like, why not? Why yeah, not she, make her a top ten underdog, hero? Or you know, under under frog. <laughs> 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 I'm sure she'll, she'll take that spot easily. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm really interested in how with the ending of this, how this is going to drop because it feels like I'm not going to get into things spoiler wise, but the manga does feel like it's reaching its just or it's hit about to hit its climax, and we're going to be getting the falling action sometime next year. I, I I've been kind of theorizing. I think it's going to end next summer. Or, or next fall um, it just feels so close it just feels really close um, so I'm interested in what they're going to do with these UA kids are we going to get you know a classic time skip you know get to see them all grown up see our precious babies fighting crime and all that good stuff definitely maybe <laughs> buff as hell or something yep. like that I don't know or, you know Bobby <laughs> still an so asshole it's funny because I think we talked about this before most of the first four seasons <laughs> It's all taking place in their first year. Yeah, like school, not right? even their yeah. first year, the first half of their first yeah. year. It's so crazy. It's like the first and, half. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm 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 excited to see more of it. It's interesting that that you mentioned that where the manga's at. It, it seems like it's hitting a pretty major turning point because I'm like at least in the anime, I'm like they're barely even changing into their winter outfits. Like I saw the promo material for season five. I'm like, okay, Bakugo's wearing long sleeves. Like clearly, it's gonna get cold out or something. But we're finally here. 
Chef's, chef's kiss, by the way, on that. I Ooh, love it. I love oh his God. design. Like, if he could wear the long sleeves so all year round, like that, that is a slick costume. And I, I'm all the way. Like, he's my favorite character. So I'm like, that is a, a really awesome hero costume for him. I, I'm sold. I'm so ready for it. It's, even though I'm not the biggest My Hero Academia, I will, I'm going to watch. I, I can't help but watch it. Because I think this season has, I'm looking forward to some of the events and seeing how some of my favorite manga events are going to be played out in this season. Um, especially the, because um, this is the season with the, they're going to be going up against the second, the, not, the second class, was it Class 2A again? So we get to see Class 2A again um, with them, hopefully a little more improved, a little more, you know, give Class 1A a little run for their money now um, in their in this fifth season. But I have another one that I'm really excited for. Um, I don't know if it's... It's not controversial. It's not the right word, right? But it feels like everyone I talk to, they want to shy away from this show. You either like it or they they feel uncomfortable with it. And that's Beastars Season 2. Right in January 5th. I I think it's premiering on Fuji TV in January 5th. And I guess the Netflix hopefully would be that that same month I hope and it should be hopefully but I, I I'm enthralled with Beastars it's honestly one of my favorite pieces of work in the last four or five years to be honest like I, I'm in love with it I, I love the just this seeing animals put in awkward and tense and dangerous social political situations um but you know is it is it is it worth it all being called a furry on Twitter <laughs> if I love Beastars too much? Like, I mean, have you guys seen any of Beastars? Because I know that's another Netflix. Um, I think I think it's the only way to watch it on. Legally, I think yeah, it's I think, on Netflix, I believe. I don't know if it's on Crunchyroll or not, but yeah, I, think I think it's just Netflix on Netflix. Has rights I believe. To it outside of Japan. Um, I personally haven't yeah. seen it, but I I know a lot of our friends have have mentioned it and they also kind of consider it like a guilty pleasure um but no i i I think it's it's definitely a a good thing to look into personally um and i didn't even realize like they're already coming out with a a season two but um yeah this news kind of came out of nowhere as well um after that first season was i think it was october of 2019 I think people would just assume that what happened in 2020, you probably wouldn't be seeing it for quite a, for quite some time. And then I guess what October? I think it was around the first or second week of October, and they just came out of nowhere like, "Oh yeah, B stars, January 2021, be ready for it." And I said, "All right, <laughs> guess I got to go watch this in my in the cave or something, so people don't know that I'm watching the second season of B stars." No, I've heard really really good things about it. It's another one that I'm like, I- I'm also on the fence. Like, I really want to watch it. But I, I feel like I need to be a furry on mm-hmm. some level to like it, but that's clearly not the case. And like, no offense to the furry community, like, no, that's that's all fine and yeah, all. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I'm judging it too hard by its cover. I think I really need to just like dive into the show and like experience it. I, that is, I think that is the hardest part. Um, because I feel like you know, even I'm sure you guys have this have had this situation happen where you want to suggest an anime to maybe someone who hasn't seen a lot of anime or hasn't seen any at all and you're trying to think of that just that perfect gateway show for them to kind of slide into and then explore for themselves 
Beast Wars isn't really that show, <laughs> but uh, unless you wanted to scar them for a little bit and <laughs> have them curse you out or something, because it, it's just it's weird. I, I think it's and I I'll say that myself. It's weird to see animals talk, engage, and just kind of deal with the idea of sexuality and interspecies love because uh, it hits all kind of notes of, like we said of the, of the furry community which you know hey we're not in all three of us here I, you know I don't want to speak for you guys but you know I have no problem I have no problem with the furries I love the furries because you know especially if you're watching tell me you know let me know on Twitter how much you like these stars but I, Legacy the main characters Legacy and Haru uh, for people who don't know Beastars um, it's just look it's about interspecies love pretty much um, kind of wrapped in mystery, um, murder, um, just weird hybrid animals. It, it's kind of like L.A. Noir, but with animals. Um, but if you just throw sex into it a little bit, it's that's what I'm kind of that's the vibe I kind of get with these dogs, to be honest. But not, I don't know. But the season two and. I, and also another thing about the season two is, which I think they're pacing. Um, when I was because when the trailer came out just a few days ago, I saw on I think it was on YouTube. The trailer came out on YouTube, um, the Netflix trailer. It was they were getting that to a point where the manga where I thought, well, hey, that's that's barely 80, 90 chapters, and there's almost two hundred chapters of this thing. Are they planning four or five seasons of this kind of of B stars? Um, I don't know, was there any show like like that for you where some of the pacing kind of felt a little off or you were kind of speculating like how this is going to be kind of sectioned off for anime? Or I guess because you said you guys are mainly anime watchers. So is there any anime that kind of that felt similar to you where um, we were just kind of yeah, questioning one, the Yeah, one show that comes this, to mind for know? me, and I'm, this is definitely, I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure. Like I kind of w- wish I unsaw this show was <laughs> Domestic Girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know what it's about, but when you read the synopsis, oh like the fact that like this guy bangs this girl and then they become like step siblings or something like yeah. that, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna give it a shot. I I don't know how I feel about this now that I have watched it. I can't unsee it, but the pacing in that I think was like crazy. They they were trying to pack in so much into like half a season. And you could tell they were really setting it up to just be like a big promo for the manga because I guess the manga was doing really well. So not only was it a very weird story, but the pacing was all over the place. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And and there's some weird shit that's happening. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I <laughs> but this is it's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Carl? Um, yeah, like I said, I I think Courtney's seen a lot more shows so she's more knowledgeable but for me it, it's probably attack on titan like the first one or two seasons like i don't even remember what happened yeah. in those two seasons just because it i felt like every episode was just a lot of talking and then you get to like i don't know the final episodes of each season and that's when all the action starts happening um that's where i was kind of questioning like is it worth um investing my time into this show and thankfully like it's paid off um but yeah at those certain points it's like you start questioning your existence <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like what why am i still here <laughs> and speaking of tag it does kind of feel like 
the structure of Attack on Titan kind of mirrored a lot of my favorite um, just American television type of shows where it's just a slow burn just for a payoff at the last three or two episodes um, which is fine but it was just different for, for, for an anime usually you expect every episode to have this normal arc and at the end of each episode something like oh Oh, inch. Okay. Well, can't wait to see the next one. How this is going to be resolved. Yeah, Attack on Titan has like a lot of it. it just a little. Yeah. yeah, it had a lot for me as well. And I like exposition as well. Oh, I guess like is a strong word, but I don't mind it. Depending on how the show is set up and the just the I guess the world oh, and yeah. the world of Attack on Titan is for interesting. Sure. I think for yeah. Now, did, uh, let's go to Courtney next. Did, did you have another show that you were? Yeah, all and I think this is one that probably might be year. on your list as well. Um, Promise Neverland season two is one that I I'm so excited for. It's, this is, yeah, it's like yes, the show itself. Like well. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, it's kids, right? With like really big heads and small faces. Um, and you like they don't tell you anything. And then in the first episode, like a kid dies and there's like these creatures and stuff i'm like what is happening this is not what i thought it was at all but i'm hooked like whatever's going on i want to see more of it and that's another show like where it's incredibly exposition heavy because they're just in this house like so much happens but they never leave this house they never leave this property and it's like it's crazy how they can make such a a captivating um, show with so much content with with so little world building at the same time. I mean, I'm sure there in season two there's going to be tons more world building, but I think they did a great job of of keeping things fresh and keeping things interesting while really not having a shitload going on. Yeah, I was I had it on my list for this for, for those similar reasons to be honest, and it was one of the series that uh, I watched the anime first. Um. And because usually I'm always usually I like the if I see an anime I like well well let me see the manga let's see if I like that at first but this anime from from episode two I mean one was a good episode but two really kicked it off and I was like yeah I'm, I'm sticking with this I'm I'm here to the end I don't care how this ends I just need to know if these kids are going to be okay <laughs> and and please Emma just oh my God. please <laughs> Emma just don't die on me just I it's just too precious well most of the people. I, you know, Ray, um, Norman, yeah. and I'm forgetting the white Norman, Norman. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I want the. If I had kids, those are the kids I. Those are the kids I want. If I had, to, if I had, to, if I want kids. Um, but yeah, I had, I had it on this because it's just the first season blew me away. Um, and I, I think that's what that's winter. That's early. Yeah, I think 2021, January, right? That's like in January, I believe, right? I, I need this show to to happen soon. <laughs> I think it's honestly one of my I so one of the more recent animes I think it's one of my favorites like I guess you could say thriller mystery yeah kind of psychological type of shows you know it's such a good way to put them yeah um did you guys expect it like just from the coming into I always assume and I know you should never judge a book by its cover but I always assume when like when the main cast like almost the entire cast is children I'm like there's no way they can make it super heavy um but like yeah they they weren't afraid to go there um and I think I actually think it's really really cool that (laughs) that you're following the story through the eyes of like very young children because you you know what to expect like you know that adults have 
world experiences where they can come up with you know clever ways to get out situations or they can problem solve a little bit easier but children don't like they they haven't mm-hmm. had those types of types of experiences understand you know certain basic skills um so they're just kind of winging it and learning as they go so i thought that it was um it was great to have it <laughs> have the main cast be be children but i think what it kind of to that point what the show does well is like it makes you not discredit like how smart children really are um i remember like the, one of the later episodes there was a really young kid that i don't remember exactly what happened but um they were trying to instruct him not to do something or no it was like trying to remember myself actually he Uh. was trying to help kind of keep the mother from knowing other things that were like all the little No, no. Was that, so Phil was, that was like the the. So he is. I don't. So I, should we not give any spoilers about this? I don't know if, if how how spoiler heavy you guys usually are. I. I was okay. gonna say usually I tried to Phil keep spoilers is, away. Um, he's he's one of and the then younger I'm kids. Um, that yeah, I think you can tell early on in the show. It's mm-hmm. not really a spoiler. But early on, you can tell he kind of like he, he's too young to really get what's going on, but he's got that hunch. Um, so I think that that he's one of those kids who's able to like help progress things for for the team mm-hmm. or for the for the group just through his own intuition. Yeah, so like the show reminds you like don't underestimate like how smart these kids really are. And going into season two now that like they've got again not spoiling anything, but they're onto the the next challenge like where they're going to go now that these stakes yeah. are much higher. Um, because yeah, it's it's almost like I don't know. Because like at the same time, like they're they're kids. Like you you want that. Like you said, you don't you want them to all be happy, like live long lives. But, you, you know. Yeah, there's something about just having a cast of kids and just instantly bonding and connecting with them really super fast. Um, and also having I think kids where they're all kind of pretty smart for their own age. Um, one of my favorite book series of all time is the Ender's Game series. Um, I, don't if, I don't know if you guys ever read any of the um, Orson Scott Card books, but most of his books kind of center around young children being just smarter than most of their their adult counterparts, their parents, and all that stuff. Um, it doesn't have that quite. The Promised Lover doesn't have anything quite similar to that, but just the fact that. We get to see their, yeah, like you said, Courtney, I think you said about their POV and just, um, you almost kind of feel like you're helpless with them. Um, it's like, you know, you kind of feel just, you feel their fear, uh, you feel their intrigue, you feel their confusion, um, any, when, and any bit of success, um, you just want to, you just silently just shake your fist and just, just close <laughs> your eyes and like, ah, oh, yes, yes, please. Yeah. We're, we're alive another day. Um. Yeah, I'm so glad that's that's Jan. I'm, I'm so glad that's in January. Now that I forgot, because I, I didn't write that. I didn't have the date for that one. I just knew. I could it was be something. wrong. I, I think was that was early. one that was pushed and... back because of the pandemic. Um, yeah, so it's even longer so wait well. than we yeah. had actually yeah, anticipated. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Oh, Carl, did you want? Did you have another show that you were really um, excited about for next year? Yeah, I think most of my list is a lot of the or like 
relates to a lot of like the Netflix originals. I know that one that has been talked about you know, among my circle of friends and I think on the internet as well as uh, The Way of the House Husband. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't have that on there, but it needs to be brought up. It's, that is, it, it's, you know, no, no, I want to take you. Tell yeah, me I why, mean, why I you saw, want to see that one I so bad. They released like an image of, I know, I don't read the manga, but I know it's like the premise is like a Yakuza crime boss. Um, and he's just, settling down with domestic bliss and one show that we recently watched that we really loved um was like devil is a part-timer and it sounds yeah it sounds like this is something very similar where um you have this character that is acting in an unexpected way because like i've never heard of a it was a crime boss just settling down to basically be like a housewife but um <laughs> just seeing kind of that almost like fish out of water sort of situation um in this anime is something that um i'd love to see and hopefully it, it's does good as like like i said devil is a part-timer let me just be real with you guys when you think of anime you think of crunchyroll when you think of food delivered real fast you think of postmates so when you think of podcasting, what do you think of, or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I really hope it's like a cult. I hope it becomes a cult classic, to be honest. Because um, I do read the manga. Because I, th- I think um, I think it's on Manga Plus, on my Manga Plus subscription. And it's it's hilarious. Every chapter is another laugh. Almost, really, almost every other page is another laugh. I'm just seeing the dude in his frilly, colorful <laughs> uh, apron. With his, you know, him smoking a cigarette. He's got dark shaded glasses. Yeah, and then, you know, like he's, you know, he's feeding a child, you know, this milk or something like that. It's every, every bit of, it feels like every panel, every moment is carefully crafted to make you laugh, um, sympathize with him and, and everything. And it's just, it's just, it's another one of those off the walls kind of situation where you can kind of see it in real life. Um, and, you just, and that kind of adds to the humor factor. Um, I should have had that on my list because that's that's one that I'm that I'm definitely going to be early on. Definitely, I'm going to have on my list, and definitely going to be watching with some friends at least. Because that's another show that you just want to watch with someone as well because yeah. it's just somehow funnier. I, I honestly don't know like anything that, about that the nature. show. Yeah. I saw the promo drop. I've seen the hype around the show, like on Instagram and on Reddit and stuff, and. I'm going into it hype alone. Like, people are so excited for this show that I'm like, I, I feel like I just got to jump on the bandwagon and just go for the ride. <laughs> Look, and, and it's it's a quite a ride, and I don't think you will, you'll be disappointed. 
Um, I think it's been up for oh, for wow. s- for several manga Taisho awards. Um, it's never it hasn't won any, at least to my knowledge. But it's always in the running for some manga award uh, every year. I think it's only been out for three or four years or whatever the case may be. But every single every single year since it's been out, it's always up for some award. Um, and I hope it wins something because it's like I said, it's getting a adaptation. So I mean, some some companies saw some merit in it, and they were like, you know, we need to get this adapted and fast. Um, so I'm glad that I'm glad they're doing that one right off the bat. Um, I did have another one that's it's it's somewhat I guess it's somewhat comedy, but yeah, I guess you know it's 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 comedy as well, and that sells at work. It's another it's. I think they're I think they're doing two. I think they're doing the second season of Cells at Work and then doing Cells at Work. They're adapting or they're adapting the um as one of the spin-offs. I think it's Code Black. Um for people who are unfamiliar with Cells at Work, it's pretty much um basically it we're we're seeing in some in someone's body. Um and it centers around one red blood cell and she's kind of new. She just became a red a red blood cell. Um, she's learning the ropes of how to carry oxygen day to day, to day and she kind of meets this white blood cell. Um, and she meets him pretty much the first time they meet, he's killing some germ. And the action in this show is so overdone, but in a good way. Um, the way the, it's, it's gory in a way, like all the white blood cells are dressed well in all white um, and they're pale, got real big black doll eyes. Um, and they're just on they have feelings but they just don't look like they do and they're just slaughtering bacteria there's blood everywhere and they two means like and they just say hi and the red blood says hi and they just become friends and they just somehow meet each other every chapter every episode in some other thing and each episode kind of centers around um an event in the body like uh one time they have to deal a cold um, or one time he has, they have to deal with like, oh, he's having, um, high blood sugar or something, something like that. Um, it's really weird cause it's so, it's so informative, especially the manga. Like they'll just add tidbits of things about biology and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, I mean, <laughs> that's cool. Um, and I also read that the author apparently has a degree in, in human biology or something like that. So it's. So I'm like, okay, I guess unless I can trust this, uh, you know, I guess you know, I forgot most of my schooling anyway at this point, especially biology. Right? So this is yeah. the perfect yeah, see, thing um, to read and watch. Like I've so I'm really excited watched like clips of cells um, at work, and I always say like, if this is how I learned like human anatomy and biology back in high school, because like like you, I, I don't remember <laughs> a lick of it. Um, but I feel like if it were presented to me in yeah. this form, I would be much more engaged. Um, but yeah, this was another one I didn't realize. Um, I know, I think David Production is working on it. Yeah, David Production that does uh, JoJo, which I think, um, I think they just like yeah, knocked yeah. it out of the park with produced. So it's good to hear that it's the same with that show. I was going to say, they don't, yeah, they don't miss, do they? Like, I just, they, they don't slip up in anything. Uh, David Production, Mappa, um, uh, Madhouse, um, some of the kit ones. Some, those are like those three production companies that just whatever they touch, yeah. it's 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 anime gold. To be honest, um, 
Did you have another one though? That For you, me, that you were really I excited have, about seeing? and I don't know if this is on anyone else's list, but I have Rising of Shield, Shield Hero season two. Um, this was the first season was an unexpected hit for me. I thought it was just going to be more isekai trash, but people kept talking about like Raftalia and she's like the best girl ever and how this show feels different because it kind of pokes fun at other isekai sometimes. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a chance. Um, cause I'm not really like super into the isekai genre, but I'll, I'll dabble in it. And I loved this show and I don't know why, like my, one of my friends watches it as well. And he's like, I hate that. I love it so much. I don't understand why it's so good, but it's so good. And I know that <laughs> the way they ended, well, spoilers, the way they ended this first season, it was pretty finite. Like we weren't sure if they were actually going to make another season or if they were preparing to just cancel it after that. But after a few months, um, after the, the, the finale of the, of the last season, they finally announced not one, but two more seasons. And that was like the best news ever. So that's one that I'm really excited for. I don't think there's Whoa. a specific time frame in 2021 for the second season, but it's supposed to be sometime next year. Yeah, I think that was one of the shows that didn't have a, a, a concrete date or anything of that nature, I believe. So, um, but I, yeah, Isekai's, it's, it's not my... <laughs> a cup of tea well in this month couple cup of water really um i just can't the only one i really liked was that time i i, I got reincarnated as a slime um and i guess for kind of similar reasons that why you really dug um shield heroes i think it does kind of play around with the ideas of, of, of the typical isekai and yeah, definitely i don't know it, it doesn't take itself too seriously because so many of them now, I think so isek- many, and that's why I, I just can't isekai's, get into the genre. At least right now, like we're oversaturated heavy. with isekai. Like it's it's really intense. Like there are so many, and to me, like I think back to like when I first got into anime, and it's kind of weird to think of the show in this way. But when like the first, at least for me, like original isekai was Inuyasha, because Kagome goes to like another world. She technically kind of mm-hmm. gets isekai um, in that show. So like back then, isekais I think were like few and far between, and that was a really cool concept. Like being going into this brand new world and how do you overcome that but now it's like every every season of anime has at least like five or six different isekai and i'm like okay i don't know guys this is a lot what wait hold wait 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 hold on hold on wait, wait, hold on for a second <laughs> isn't that weird Yasha, isn't it's so it? weird what the wait 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 that's <laughs> It was literally one of my first shows. It's literally it's my so brother's, good. probably one of his favorite shows of all time. <laughs> it's an isekai. What the, whoa! Oh my god, that is incredible. Now, I, I'm sure the show that now, now I'm gonna have to be going. I'm gonna spend like I won't sleep. I'm not gonna sleep tonight because I'm gonna be thinking about all the good things Inyasha does and why it's the perfect isekai now. And I'm gonna have to write something about it, like. That's I don't. Crazy. I don't know why I thought of that. I'm like, sorry. I, I, I think when um, when I was like talking to somebody else about all the isekai that was coming out, and I'm like, we never had isekai back in our day. And then I stopped, and I'm like, well, I think technically, you know, Yasha was one, so I, I was wrong in that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild. And look, I love me. Some, it was early 2000s. I guess that was a 90s yeah. anime, right? Was that really no early 2000s? Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, which, which which was a sweet spot, really, in anime. Now to think about it, um, amazing. Um, Yu Hakusho, kind of bridging the gap right before that. Bebop. Well, Bebop was a little um, bit older. Slam than that, but, like, Dunk. Bebop came out around that time. Um, like, 
Trigun. Too. Yeah, Trigun. Can't be. Oh, yeah, Cowboy so Bebop was around that time. Trigun. Oof. God. What? I still say it to this day. Trigun yes. has one of the best openings, lyric or less, or less lyricless. And, I don't know what the right term, but it is one of the best openings with no sung lyrics ever. I, I, I'll never, I'll never stray away from that opinion. Um, I can see Trigun opening a million times now. Damn. Roll my window. Like you can't not like physically jam out to it when it comes on. Like it just it takes over your body. It's so good. Yeah. It, and the same, I I want another Cowboy Bebop Trigun anime. Um, I feel like people might downplay it though, just because you know we've seen this before. Well, I, I want another one. Right, Space Dandy for me was close. Um, and trust me, Space Dandy yeah. was fun. It was pretty funny. I don't know if you guys watched any of Space Dandy. It was that 20, 2014-ish, whatever the case may be. And uh, I thought I thought it was okay. I thought it did some things. I thought some of it was over the top. Um. That's just not my style. When it was just over-sexualized, just to be more funny. Um, same thing with that one show that came out this year. I don't know if you guys watched it. I'm sorry, this is another side, but what was it? Oh, Ishiko, Ishizoku, yeah, I, viewer, whatever. I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I, I'm not into edgy yeah. anime, and I'm not into like. I'm, I mean, I personally am not into hentai, so like that one's like pretty much as close as a hentai as you can yeah. get in an anime, and. I, I know about it, but I'm like, I'm, I'm probably never going to watch that. <laughs> I I did, I, I wanted to do like a uh, winter, um, kind of like 2020 kind of impressions. And so I watched all the anime of that winter 2020, the first episodes of all the series coming out. And when I got to that, and I didn't know what the translated title was. So I was like, what is it? I, I, didn't, I was quite confused. Um... And I watched the first episode, which was, it was 20, 18, 19 minutes and felt like 40. And I, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't need to see animals um, with these curves and proportions <laughs> um, and then being reviewed with these by a human and elf yeah, I think yeah. it's an angel. and a, was it an angel? I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was not my thing. Um, and apparently, like, apparently before that anime even premiered, it was already hitting some controversy with its with its themes. I heard the manga is tr- is off the wall as well, if not even a little worse. <laughs> I, I think not, I heard the same I'll thing. Say, yeah, so I'll say worse than what the anime problem was. Like, when the when the anime premiered is that the streaming services that that had the rights to it did not know that they were going to have actual like sex scenes in there. Um, and I think I was reading something like they they had no clue, and so when they premiered like the first episode yeah. or two, it wasn't until like they got some wind from like the community that they finally realized it and like took it down. So like they had like like pretty bad stuff on there that they probably would, normally would not have because they didn't bother to review the show before putting it out there. <laughs> oh my god, that's that was just the whole aquarium that I did not. I did hear though. I didn't know that was happening with stream service. I did because I know that a few um, Japanese uh, networks just refused to not have it on. Um, and then maybe a few episodes later, they would show, you know, a random episode and then they would just take it off their network the next week or whatever the case may be. Um, last time I checked, I think it's only on like two. It will. I don't think it's not running anymore. But uh, when it was running, I think it was only on like one or two Japanese networks, I believe. So like. 
there was some there, there was a, a audience yeah. that was like yeah I'm not really sure if this is not something I want to watch on a weekly basis so I'm glad I wasn't alone in that I'm glad you guys felt the same otherwise yeah I, I just don't see I didn't see the appeal it wasn't that funny either so <laughs> I don't even know how we got there. How we even got to <laughs> goddamn that's like I, I tend to do this, so I'm sorry. No, like, I love not, it. I love this kind of like I'm not hey, I, we love talking about anime <laughs> even if we, we stray a little bit into interspecies reviewer. That's cool. That's cool with us. <laughs> I was like, I never thought I would ever talk about it again. That was the thing, you know, and now I feel dirty. Bro, now, you take so, a shower. Yeah. To like wash my hands of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I mean, you got 20 minutes. Uh, I will wash my hands of it a little bit because I didn't have any major shows left on my list, but I had a few shows that I thought were interesting to bring up. Um, and that was Eden Zero. And this is going to be animated by JC Staff. Um, and even for people who are unfamiliar with Eden Zero, I think I did, I did a whole episode on it as well, but um, it's. It's the manga being added to an animation done by the infamous Hiro Mashima, who done Fairy Tale, Rave Master, um, and some other smaller works. Um, but he's back. He's back, baby. And he's going to, um, there's another anime that we can all sit down and watch. And hopefully, and to me, I think it's better than Fairy Tale. I don't know how you guys feel about Fairy Tale. Um, I, if you I guys really, did you guys it. vibe I, like, with Fairy Tale? but I Not never tapped into it. Same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think it's your typical shonen type of fluff. Um, I think it has its highs and it has its lows. Probably, probably a little bit more lows than highs, especially as it got closer to its ending. But with Eden Zero, I think it, there's no day. I know they just said. I think that's a spring anime. I think it's one of the earliest spring animes for 2021. Um, and it's a manga that I've been pretty interested in because Hiromashima loves his shown and stuff with a little bit of I wouldn't say etchy because it's not etchy but he does draw his characters and does his characters with with some extra oomph to it so and with the even zero which is about it's more sci-fi and more mystery um obviously the characters look similar to some of the fairy tale kind of characters which which is fine and all but I think the manga is actually a lot better than fairy tale so I'm actually really excited to see this animated and I really hope people kind of check it out because um, it really explores the idea of family, um, adopted family, um, a better, be- much better than it does in fairy tale. Um, I think fairy tale did it a lot of, a lot of. They told me without showing it. I was like, I'm more of a show me, don't tell me kind of guy in a lot of media. And I think Eden Zero does a really good job of showing. Uh, of just because you aren't born with a with a blood family um, that you can find friends and people who really have the same interests and just vibe with them I, I, it's, I think it's a really sweet type of uh, manga and I really hope people kind of dig it when it comes out next year um, I didn't know if you had guys had any other smaller type of shows that you were kind of maybe within earshot of you know like maybe kind of so I don't have checking like out for next year show but I have something that's like a reboot and you may have I think touched on this in mm-hmm. a recent episode of yours but Shaman King I'm like I I can't wait and here's the kicker I watched it when I was a kid oh, yes. I do not remember yes, yes, anything yes. about it but I just remember loving yes. it I was like I just need to re-experience it because I just remember like being obsessed okay. with the show and I don't know why <laughs> 
I, I look, I, I don't remember jack shit about the anime. When I did that episode, I was like, I had to like find. I have a few um, off to my right here. I have some manga volumes right here, and I had some. I have some of the Shaman King volumes, and I was going through them. I was going through because they have spinoff series, like three or two spinoff series. And Sean McCain, I was looking through that. I was trying to find where I could read that legally. And I was like, wow, when did this happen? When? I... And then, I think so. Because yeah. I think we're getting that um, in the springtime as well, right? For next year? Yeah. Oh my God, I cannot wait for Sean. I'm glad you brought Sean. I, guess, I that wish was I could one say more about it. I just like, God, I, I get these feelings. Everything about Sean McCain, like, I get this like, excitement. I'm like, I, I wish I could remember why, but hey, this is a perfect opportunity to dive back into it. And hopefully, this reboot does a good job. I really hope so too, because it was one of those. It was one of those '90s shows as well that, um, I guess didn't get some of the praise as it did. I mean, it's still. I guess it's, it's still a cult classic. People recognize the name. Um, I think. I hope, and kind of recognize some of the characters. You know, it didn't get as much as love as maybe as Yu Yu Hakusho, or as the Naruto's in the world or the One Pieces, but. I thought there was something really aesthetically different with Shaman King. Um, and at the time as a kid, I was like, I had, like I said, I don't know, I don't know what I was watching, but it just looked different. Like the dude, Yo, I think it was Yo Asakura, I think it's the main character. Um, like that dude doesn't look like Goku. Doesn't look like Luffy. He sure as hell doesn't look like Naruto. I like him. I like him a lot. And and I and I, I'm really excited because I think it's Looks gonna be longer. finishing the manga as well. Okay. No, I think the manga oh. might be done. I believe. I I don't, I don't know if they have maybe another yeah, spin-off first, going off, but I think the anime will be finishing like, the original the manga. Up. So I think it was canceled. Um, like they didn't actually finish the show, if I remember correctly. Yes. Four yeah, four kids TV. I don't think that so. Because four kids throwback. had that, right? Did four kids handle that? Oh, gosh, nah. Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Woo. Like, speaking of shit, speaking of, you know, roll your windows down, top off, blasting some music. <laughs> I mean, who wasn't blasting the One Piece four kids rap theme? Like, <laughs> like I, I mean, for the for the people listening, I'm not gonna go through it word for word because I do know the whole song, but. <laughs> That rap was amazing, and it was one of the few things why I even got into One Piece at the time, was that <laughs> four kids dub, which was not great, but it was funny. It was funny. Um, but yeah, I didn't have that on my list at all. I don't know about Carl, did you have any other ones? Yeah, I just have that we um, kind of somewhat interested in. I was more looking at some of the stuff that Netflix has been um, storing in their quiver. Uh, one which stuck mm-hmm. out to me, I watched the trailer, is high rise invasion um yeah i I I don't know anyone i don't know much at all manga series um where it looks like it's i don't know if it's battle royale or just kill or be Mm. killed um but this girl just gets thrown again i don't know if this is an isekai at all but this girl high school girl gets thrown into or this space where everything is just skyscrapers and suspension bridges. And I guess the goal is to like kill these people or try to kill you. And these people have masks on. Um, but yeah, I think it's, this is probably more of like the blood and guts anime, which I like to delve into occasionally as gory, <laughs> as gory as it may be. But 
<laughs> just the the concept of it just sounded interesting. I'm listening. I think this one is coming out um, February, so yeah. So not too. Um, okay. so and the only other thing, wait, I don't too long. This would um, qualify as anime. There's a show, Crazy. Um, if I'm pronouncing that right, it's a it's based on a Filipino um, horror crime comic, but I guess it's being adapted into an anime. And I, yeah, I'm myself am a Filipino descent, so wow, interesting. Something that I'm looking very much forward to. I don't think they've had a release date on it, um, but it feels like this is more going into the realm of like how Crunchyroll um, had its originals, like Tower of God, where it was adapting like a Korean webtoon. Um, or uh, I was gonna say, yeah, it's definitely. What's, yeah, the, what's the name of that one? I want to get that right. one. T R E S E or Trees, maybe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm yeah, definitely, I'm definitely uh, gonna check yeah, that out. I, a, I didn't. That wasn't even on my radar. Adaptation of a story outside of Japan, but they're gonna put it in the anime format. So, um, yeah, and I. I think this goes along again along the lines of seeing more of things like God of God of High School or Tower of God, seeing more of those other stories <clears throat> being adapted into this format. What do you th- what do you guys I mean have you guys we watched, watched some of those Tower of God, uh, Control Originals, um, by the way? And I don't know if there's any others that I've seen, but I I, I really didn't know what to expect with like a webtoon adaptation. But I thought Power of God was was really good. I, I wouldn't say I loved it mm-hmm. more so like the plot itself. Like that is a show that's like a ton of exposition, and I'm like I yeah, it's kind of dragging the beginning, but the end. Not to spoil anything, but the end. Like okay, now I'm now I'm hooked. Like after what happened, I'm like uh yeah, yeah I need to see more of this. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've been really, I think I've been talking a little bit about the Netflix kind of adaptations, and I'm really excited about it's about the Crunchyroll ones. I talked about it briefly um, on an episode before about uh, Noblesse. I'm not sure. I guess that's how you say it, which is another adaptation of a webtoon. Uh, I, I, I've been, I love webtoons. Little known fact about me, I love webtoons. I've been reading God of High School since 2014 when it came out, and when I heard that there was going to be an animation for it, I, I. I did backflips for for a few hours, uh, but the anime. I, I wouldn't suggest it. You know, I'm a fanboy for God of High School, but I would not suggest that anime unless you love really cool fight scenes, super slick choreography, um, some good music, mm-hmm. and because it's done by Mappa, and you know, like they don't they don't miss. Um, but the plot is so it's razor thin and not in a good way. It's it's barely there to be honest and um you could just tell they're just stretching it um to like just to get to the next fight like please come on come on let's just get to the next fight let's get these guys doing something more a little more interesting than talking um and for tower of god i I liked it i'm not sure if i liked it as much as as, uh, of others um i remember i tried reading the webtoon a few years back and i just couldn't get into it um Eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get caught up, and I'm definitely gonna watch the second season of Tower Guy, which has been. I think so. Well, that's yeah. been secure. That's a thing, right? We're getting the second season. Like, like I feel like I've heard it getting a second season, but I, when I was doing when I was 
looking for some shows for next year that I was really excited about. Like it wasn't on the list, but like I'm, I feel like I'm. Someone said something. <laughs> like I don't know if it was like my cousin of a cousin of a cousin of a uncle of something in another family. I think it, another I, state I hope it was. That's that kind of clipping. Like, I'm, I, like I would feel like it'd be a crime not to give us more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then No Blast, I think, was the other third big webtoon that was that was getting ad- adapted, which I haven't seen any of, so I don't, I don't really know how people are receiving it right now. Um, but that's one of the webtoons that's actually ended, I believe. So, Got a High School is still going on. Um, Tower of God is still going on. It's going to be... It's, really? I call it the One Piece <laughs> of Korean webtoons, because it's it just has no end in sight at this point. Yeah, it's it's going on, and it's on, and it's on. It's it's almost unrecognizable oh, wow. hmm. of the first kind of when we see Bam, you know, he's kind of just, yeah, yeah. And it's, but you know, I don't want to get up on that, but um, there was a, there was another one that I thought was that, um, cause as like, I'm giving 2021 the, the year of blockbuster anime, but it's also the year of, of anime revivals. We talked about Shaman King, um, but there was another show that that I kind of liked when I was a little bit younger, and that was Hitalia. <laughs> Hitalia is coming back for some reason um, <laughs> in April of next year, and our favorite anime about countries, European countries personified, well, world countries, I think, well, not, not European, but countries around the world personified as very handsome and attractive young men is back. Uh, Hitalia World Stars, I think it's called being done by studio dean um we're getting that next april I, i'm not sure i feel like i just i just have this morbid curiosity to see what they're gonna do about this because i think it's one of those early i think it's another it's kind of like a, i think we were talking about off air about jojo being really meme worthy and now it's just it's just one huge meme which is still good people out there who haven't touched jojo and you've seen memes watch it read it please do whatever you need to do but Hitalia has been one of those kind of early 2010s kind of memed shows with reaction pictures and jokes to other countries around the world and things like that. Have you guys seen any of Hitalia before? I haven't, I but I have really seen the memes. And like, we for some we time. cosplay and we go to a lot of anime conventions. And I remember the the, yeah. the, the memes and the cosplays that came out of that show. And it's crazy that you say 2010s oh, and that it's getting revived because... For some reason, I feel like it came out like like a year ago. It just it feels so recent, and to hear it's already getting like some sort of revival makes makes me feel like how much time is actually passed. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like we I, I know this happens in, a, in like uh, in American media. You know, once we get to yeah. that decade point, when something is about a decade old, you're like, I think it's time to reboot, or at least that's what they think, right? So Italia's getting there. And when I saw, like, man, what a 2010 anime is going to be coming back? I was like, Darker Than Black? Uh, something, you know? Like, I was trying to run through the list in my head. Like, what can, what else could come back? Shaman, if, if Shaman King can come back, <laughs> uh, the possibility is it has to be endless, right? Because who would have thought Shaman King would have come back? Would have came back? I'm not sure if I had any other, like, fringe type of shows that I was had any little bit of curiosity in to be honest um there was a lot of just fluff um i saw the bungo stray dog 
was having a, a another season. I don't know if it's. I think it kind of looks like a comedy, kind of like gag, redish, kind of like what Naruto did with Naruto. Was it Naruto SD with the Lee kind of thing? They were like chibi characters, um, and they kind of just did silly things, kind of like. And that's what kind of that looks like. But other than that, oh, you know what? There was one movie. There was a movie that's I think early January. I think it's January 8th, January 9th, or whatever the case may be. But Toei Animation and Studio Dean are working together for a new Sailor Moon Eternal movie. Part one, because they said the part one, so I was like, oh, we're going to get a second one somewhere down the line. But I was like, Sailor Moon 2021, I'm in it, and I'm going to love it. I don't care what it's about. doesn't matter if I haven't seen Sailor Moon in God's no yeah, I saw that forever. too, and I was so surprised. Like, I was, I'm definitely um, watching my anime list, um, the website, and I'm like, Sailor Moon? I was like, are you serious? Like, did, I feel like it was pretty recent when we just had yeah. the, um, I don't know if it was a reboot or like the newest uh, series of Sailor Moon. Oh, was okay, it was Sailor like, Moon okay, Crystal or something like that? I can't think of something like that. I, I Oh, I'm sorry. The second part is so we get in the first part in January, and then the second part in literally the next month in February. So <laughs> I, I don't care what it's about, but I'm definitely gonna check it out if they if Crunchyroll hopefully nabs it or something. Funimation maybe. I don't know. I don't care. I, I need to watch <laughs> it. Um, I need to see my pretty girl transformations. You know, um, and I, I like how you guys kind of buried the lead on me. Uh, how dare you guys do that to me because how dare you guys bring up cosplay um (laughs) and not expect me to be suddenly interested because I've I've had maybe one other cosplayer on the show before um and I just I want to know I need to know oh man so okay I'll I'll give you this one what have you been some of your favorite cosplays over the years for 18 years um (laughs) cosplay back when we were like really young um and like we had like uh chibi moon we had sailor moon we had sailor venus we had sailor (laughs) jupiter and then i was sailor mars and like back then i mean cosplay that uh, cosplay and anime conventions in general back then were like so small like really niche communities but even then sailor moon was so big back then like people recognized us they want to take pictures Mm -hmm. of us and like sailor moon has just been a staple of anime for so long but yeah it's just funny how we were talking about that and that just so happened to be my my very first (laughs) yeah um that's awesome that's great and then carl you cosplayed as well (laughs) right i started like in 2011 my first one i remember it was actually um a ghost from call of duty it was a very uncomfortable um it was a very uncomfortable outfit to wear um oh, oh, what have God. i done recently um oh i was <laughs> i've done spike from cowboy bebop yeah with yeah that that classic gateway anime and then um oh. I think last year i was actually joseph joestar uh, from jojo yeah, it was a winter convention, um, so I wore no way. <laughs> yeah. and and the little um like pilot. So that scarf, I guess, perfect. Um, so yeah, and speaking of JoJo, our uh, obviously anime conventions in general have all been canceled this year. 
Um, so I've I've been working with my sister on my next cosplay, which is Lisa yes. Lisa from JoJo Part Two. So I'm like, it's it's her battle outfit from when she fights cars. So I'm like, I'm really excited <laughs> for that one. And I've been waiting over a year now to finally wear it. So I'm hoping, uh, months, like, yes, if yes, we can yes. have safe and healthy conventions next year, that I'll be able to wear it there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I pray just for Lisa Lisa alone. I hope I hope you're able to do that. And oh. shame <laughs> on you, Carl, for not doing cross dressing. Just yeah, just start cosplay. Shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, as long as it's on the list, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I didn't have another show that I was really kind of somewhat intrigued in or really hyped for left on my list but I wanted to bring you guys to another side as, as if we've done a numerous times already so I'm sorry but I, I, I do that I try to do this with all my guests just trying to get a gauge on because I, I like to keep ages a secret um, and I like to guess people how they're and and I've been doing some detective work while listening to you guys I'm, a, I'm an active thinker it doesn't sound like it but I like I'm an active thinker and it seems like you your first anime has got to be somewhere early 90s. Can like I just ask? Very, the very first, first like your, before your first I even knew what anime was. With anime. Ooh. Ooh. I would, honestly, I'd have to very, say Pokemon first. Yeah. Like yes, yes. Original season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is wild to think about, you know, right? Like, it's so many and even now to, to this day you know people who to kids who are watching pokemon turn it on either playing the games playing the you know playing the tcg or vgc um has maybe has no interest in anime but are loving you know loving pokemon um uh, it's crazy what pokemon what pokemon has done um just for anime and for people and just kind of getting pushing them in that yeah. gate Really showing the gate of anime, and if the if they I want have to say the same thing, I think it was Pokemon through, that, but, that got me started. Um, but Carl, and funny you? enough, I know in like the interest in the trading cards. I know the Logic, who uh, there was a rapper Logic had like the Charizard card that he. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like you said, I hope that's, you know. I that forgot all. I forgot all about that. Yeah. To delve even deeper into the world of anime because there's there's so many now that you can watch not just with this upcoming season but just just in general <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, did you want to do a little promo for <laughs> they're like for netflix anime coming to you in 2021 uh but for me it was i i always go back and forth because i don't know i just know it was either um because i wasn't really a big fan of pokemon um and it wasn't really on, what was it? What was that network? Oh my God, it wasn't Four Kids, but it was like Ooh, it's on, on the Fox, of my right? Tongue. Was it on Fox? Um, Fox Kids. I know that so it was Four Kids TV. And then you had I can Tsunami see almost the logo, but, uh, network, but. Yeah. Cartoon Network. And I swear Fox had like their own little kid thing. I can't, I wasn't really, I didn't really watch too much of that. Um, but I do remember it, usually I always say when people ask me I'm like I guess it's Dragon Ball Z um, that or Saint Seiya one of the two 
um, I had this uncle. He wasn't a creepy uncle, but he was a he was an uncle, and he was he had this tape. Um, he's like he was giving away a lot of his stuff. I don't know if he was moving or doing whatever the sort, whatever he was doing, but he gave me this thing. He's like, you should watch this. You like cartoons, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. So he gave it to me. I popped it in, and it was Saint Seiya, and I was like, what is this? And so for people who don't know what Saint Seiya is, it was a, so I guess I think it was a in the mid '80s kind of show. Um, it was really popular in Latin American countries. Um, but it's pretty much like Sailor Moon, but with boys. So they transform with these armor, coats of armor. Um, had her like a really like loud 80s rocking theme. And I was like, what is this? This isn't anything what I've ever seen before. Um, and that's been, that was my first experience. And then I guess it was around that same time where like they were showing Dragon Ball Z on like reruns. Um, I think it was, I think my first experience with Dragon Ball Z was like the Cell Saga or something like that. I think they were showing episodes from the Cell Saga. So I started from like the Cell Saga <laughs> and then to the Blue Arc. And then I had to like go back because I didn't know Frieza was a thing. <laughs> and then like I moved forward and then I found out that GT was a thing. I, then I wish it wasn't a thing. And then what, what was it? Then Dragon Ball Super, which was what, 2016? Man, oh my God, it's been four years since. Dragon Ball Super came out, I think, and that's not good either, really. I mean, it has its moments, and it's not really, but it's just not that great. So, as much as I love Dragon Ball Z, but God, they have a, they have had a lot of highs and lows. It's amazing. But, it's a, it's another. But hey, I guess anime, Dragon Ball Z. Like, How can you? I'm a big totally Gohan fan, so, so yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'll, I'll avoid it then. <laughs> oh, then you would not like Super then. Oh my God, you you would hate it. You would you would hate it like. I, I mean, you, so you know, Gohan was kind of the studious type. Um, they took that and just ran with it. He stopped training. I mean, maybe you like that Gohan. I don't know. But when I saw Gohan, I kind of wanted him like to take the torch from Goku, which I thought they were going to do with the Cell Saga, but at least with the and then the Boo Boo Saga as well. But they kind of just turned him into a family man, which is okay. You know, him and Videl, OTP. I love it. I love it. Um, but he got like skinny. He wore tracksuits all the time in Super. Um, he wore glasses, even though he didn't need glasses. And uh, oh man, and he, has and he so just didn't want to fight. I mean, he just he wasn't so a big fan potential. of fighting. Like, like you said, like, he, he, really he needed, needed to take the torch. And, um, like, that was what it seemed like it was going to be set up for. Yes, yes. Like, it's it's one of the most mind blowing things in anime for me. Like you know what? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe people just like you know. I don't know, maybe they saw some data or whatever, like, or yeah, they were like, you know what, Goku's still more popular. Let's just run with Goku or whatever the case may be, but I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get to Dragon Ball. Um, I'm talking about anime in 2021, but somehow, I guess on week out, just some s- stuff like this just happens. Um, but before, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've held you guys for too long. Um, held you guys hostage for too long, so... Yeah. You must hydrate. So, yeah, but, but don't worry, I'm, I'm feeding them guys. You guys listen, don't worry, I'm keeping them uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you know, kind of like with hamsters and that just drips of water. That's, don't worry there. It's all good. But I always like to give some time for you guys to, um, you guys already talked about it a little bit with the Strictly series. Um, but if you'd like to tell the listeners where they can, where they can find you on social media and uh, about your projects, that would be 
great not only for them but for me as well because i'm yeah definitely already Thank a you fan. For that. and uh so our podcast uh, network but if you'd like to do that strictly I definitely, yeah, we have strictly anime which is a podcast all about anime reviews and discussions and little side note the reason it's called strictly anime is we kind of hinted at a little bit earlier it's because again we don't read manga we don't read light novels we don't read webtoons we strictly watch anime um, so that's kind of the the lens that we take when when we talk about um, each of the the shows, and then we have strictly JoJo, which will be premiering at the end of November, and that's again a podcast dedicated to JoJo, um, where we review every single episode of the show. Um, and we always say in our podcast that our podcasts are by casuals for casuals, because we're not professional reviewers, we're not industry experts, we're not elitists, we're just casual weebs talking casually about anime, and that's. We really just want it to be fun as if like like we're doing right now, just talking about the things that we love <laughs> in the anime community. Um, but yeah, our, both our podcasts, Strictly Anime and Strictly mm-hmm. JoJo, are on all major podcast streaming services, including Apple, Spotify, and Google. And then we're also on Instagram at The Strictly Series, on Twitter at Strictly Series, and then our website is thestrictlyseries.com. Yes, God, that was professional. You guys hear that? It's so professional, that guy sounded. <laughs> you know, see, my my listeners aren't used to that uh, at all. Uh, so this is, I know this is a, a shot of, of freshness right now. <laughs> They're like, please, where can I find more of these people? Where can I get more Courtney and Carl? <laughs> it's, it's like, where I like as much as I like, you know, Chris and Cedar, but he's he rambles too much. But um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And when I say thank you, I'm really mean it. Thank you so much for coming on to the show because uh, I thought this was fun as get, as I'll get out. It really was. Um, I, I will say, um, I'm, as I slide this secretly, a little slip of paper to the both of you guys. And inside, it's just a little invitation for you guys to come back if you wish. You know, no, no pressure. But <laughs> if you like that, to come back and maybe... Uh, do a little bit more jo- something JoJo related because I would really love to do that. I haven't gotten to JoJo at all. I really have, as much as I love it, I haven't gotten to talk about it too much on this podcast at all. So, um, and if I wanted to talk about JoJo, I definitely want to talk with the pros here. Um, at least the JoJo's yeah, absolutely. And um, we so are we all that, about that. I mean, just incredible. side note about me, JoJo is uh, my all-time favorite anime show so if you want to talk about jojo i could probably talk about jojo all day long so sure. yeah. we would love that and then thank you for having us on as well i mean this has been equally fun um, for us <laughs> as well and and i think that you're an awesome person to to talk to about anime we vibe really really well and we would love to come back yeah if, if i could slip this in really like i've enjoyed my time uh, um talking with uc though but oh, i want to just give major props to you for your yeah, november yeah. challenge of just <laughs> drinking water because like that's that's rough I, that must be rough but a major oh, props to you oh, for that man, look it's it's this is the third year um and it gets harder each and every year. It doesn't get easier. I don't understand why. Like it's, I do it like yeah, never every November and December. Um, and this year is just harder than it was last year. Um, well, I well you know I say harder, but I guess a little bit easier because I've been you know stuck in the house for uh like a lot of people for for many months. So leading up to it, I'm like you know what, why just 
just don't you're not going to many places during the day just so drink water you have it there with you just drink it shed all that sh- soda and coffee because it look a little no federal i love me some coffee all right i i can't <laughs> i just need it i need it um every time i record i gotta get me some coffee but <laughs> so no, you've definitely water, inspired me to, to possibly um, take on you. this challenge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we need to make it exactly, the norm exactly. for November to just flush our systems with some water. <laughs> Rather than the other. <laughs> Maybe a pop, more positive November challenge. Um, <laughs> yeah, rather than the other one, you know what I'm saying? Look, it, it all starts with one, you know? It all starts with one. Uh, but thank you. Um, thank you for everybody listening to this episode of Weavecast. The morning anime show <laughs> no, on no, 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 no. Internet. Well, after me, you guys, it's kind of number three now. But I really did. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've already said it. I've already been knocked down. Um, and someone already took the second. You guys got the first. But I'm okay with that. But I, I love you guys, actually. So <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed Courtney Cobb. Um, well, I almost lost track of my thought. But. If you want to hear more and you like what you've heard today, please support me on uh, Patreon. Pledge to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Weebcast Show. Follow on my social media at Based Senpai on Twitter and at Weebcast TV on Instagram. It's been nice Hi, talking to you. Um, Courtney Carr, would you like to say goodbye? See ya.